Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, 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 and welcome, everyone, to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Hello to you. Welcome and good morning. Yes, it is morning. No matter what time of day you're listening to this, no matter where you are in the world, it is morning because if you're listening to what we're talking about, then you are simply waking up and waking up to your true life. So I bid you a good morning and and say thank you for joining us. I really, really appreciate your presence. And and as I always do every week, I want to remind you, and hopefully you've lived your life this past week in this way. You know, we are in a new year, so it's very important to start this year off not with a, a long laundry list of, of, uh, of things that you want to do, like lose weight and, and all of those things. Those could be goals that you would have, but if you stick to these three things, I can almost guarantee you you're going to have an amazing life. And that is First of all, live in thanks. Live with an attitude of gratitude. You know, if you want to be happy, happiness doesn't begin until gratitude starts. So live in thanks. And then secondly, give. Give when you can. It is so very important to give. When you're giving, you're receiving at the same time. And then thirdly, because we have this gift, this power to choose, love first and then choose. Now, if you've lived your life that way this past week, then I know you've had an amazing week and I know you have made an amazing week for the people around you. So again, I say good morning to you. Thank you for joining and welcome. Now, this morning we have an amazing guest that has agreed to join us today and she's going to talk to us about really creating the life that we always try our best to get a handle on. And, and there are ways that we can do this. And she's going to really give us the inside scoop on this. And with us today is Christy Whitman. Now, Christy is a transformational leader, an abundance coach, and the New York Times bestselling author of The Art of Having It All. She has appeared on The Today Show and The Morning Show and her work has been featured in People Magazine, Seventeen, Women's Day, Hollywood Life, and Teen Vogue, among others. Christy is the CEO and founder of the Quantum Success Learning Academy and Quantum Success Coaching Academy, a 12-month Law of Attraction coaching certification program. Christy has helped thousands of people worldwide to achieve their goals through her empowerment seminars, speeches, and coaching sessions and products. Christy's life-changing messages reach over 140,000 people a month, and her work has been promoted by and featured with esteemed authors and luminaries such as Marianne Williamson, Dr. Wayne Dyer, 
Marcy Shimov, Brian Tracy, Neil Donald Walsh, Abraham Hicks, and Louis Hay. She currently lives in Montreal in her hus- with her husband, Frederick, and their two boys, Alexander and Maxim. Christy, I am just so, so overjoyed to have you here. Thank you for joining. Please say, say hello to our listeners. Hi, everybody. Hi, Clarence. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, I'm so so, and I'm so proud that you that you've chosen us to to spend this time with. So uh, thank you for for being here. And and as I was reading your bio, Christy, uh, and and it goes far beyond that because when we when we spoke, um, I will tell you it was almost an instant connection in terms of what you were talking about and the way you went about it. And I thought, okay, this is absolutely in true alignment with where we are. And and as I read your bio, it just it just comes to the it just rises to the surface that this level of frequency and vibration that you have around the work that you do and attracting the things in your life and helping people find out how to do that as well is so very powerful. And I'd love to hear more about that from you tonight. Absolutely. I'm I've always my favorite conversation, so let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's great. Well, you know, I, there's you've got so many accolades here. I mean, when I list, when I t- listen and uh, talked about these uh, uh, these luminaries that you have had had contact with, Marianne Williamson, Wayne Dyer, <laughs> Brian Tracy, Neil Donald Walsh, I'm like, wow, this is big time. So. Uh, Forgive me for being a little star starstruck, Christy, but <laughs> I am not, not only impressed, but I'm very, very interested in knowing what you have been able to uh, learn and grow over your lifetime uh, that brought you into this space. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got where you are? Absolutely. You know, it's funny, though, I, I, I always laugh when I tell the story because I wasn't born with abundance mindset. I didn't know about you know, lack and abundance. I just was raised in the, the environment that I was raised in. And when I was about 20, eh, I don't know, 26 years old, I kind of looked around and went, okay, my life is not working. I mean, every single aspect of my life was not where I wanted it to be. I was about 30 pounds overweight. And for me, that's a lot because I'm little and tiny little woman. And so um, it it just, I didn't feel healthy. I didn't feel, you know, like I didn't have that vitality in my body. It just felt heavy. Um, No matter what I did, I couldn't seem to lose weight. Um, I was in $60,000 in debt and that was credit card debt. So it was very, very heavy, especially considering that I could not stand what I was doing in my career anymore. And I quit my job. So I had no income coming in for this $60,000 debt. And I had just followed one, uh, my last, I like say, quote unquote, if you could see me, um, bad boy from Chicago to California. So I was in California, Northern California, without any type of support system at all. I didn't have any friends or family around me. And I lived in a very strange woman's house. I lived in a room. I rented a room from her. And um, it was just a very bad time in my life. And at the same time, it was a really good time because I was so desperate to change my life because, you know, we, we tend to look at our our situations with our bodies, our finances, our careers, our relationships as far as like, how, how am I doing in life? Right, and right. none of those things were working. So that was just a moment for me to say, okay, what my, my best thinking got me here clearly and I need to change what I'm doing. And I, that was one of those just get on my knees, kind of look up and say, okay, I'm listening, you know, help me here because I need help. 
And so shortly after that, with that huge intention, I was um, introduced to a hairdresser. And this hairdresser, she was a hairstylist, and she had so much light, and she was so positive. And I was like, I want what she's having. <laughs> and <laughs> and it's like that Harry, Harry Met Sally. <laughs> yeah. So she introduced me to a woman named Melanie, and Melanie was a psychic reader, but she was also a meditation teacher. And she started speaking to me in language that I had never heard of, but really felt like truth to me. So she would say things like, well, you create your own reality. And though, even though I never heard that before, and I didn't know exactly what she meant by that, there was a part of me, the bigger part of me, that knew that that was true. And so she was saying that we either attract things or repel things from us based on what we say and what we think and, and all sorts of things like that. So I started paying attention to the way I was thinking and, and feeling and I was astonished, actually. I was actually in shock when I started paying attention to myself and seeing how judgmental I was and how critical I was, not just of everyone and everything outside of me, but of myself as well. And so thought by thought, you know, emotion by emotion, I started to change those. And I started to think in more empowering ways. And as I, as, as life happens, and as you kind of start to grow and become a, a, you know, a student of this kind of information, more information comes to you. And it's kind of like each step leads to the, you know, the staircase, the top of the staircase. So I, I started learning more information about lack and limitation and abundance. And as I, as I was shifting my perspective, perspective and perception on everything, wonderful things started flowing into my life. I all of a sudden started losing weight without trying. Um, I was recruited from a headhunter to go work in Sacramento for a company, Pepsi-Cola. And so I was making great money. Um, shortly thereafter, I met a really wonderful man that I was in an eight-year relationship with. So things just started unfolding in a way that I never thought was possible and really opening up. And I remember it was about five years after, this is about 18 years ago now, but it was about five years after I was, I looked around my life and I was in this wonderful relationship in this beautiful home that we had created together, totally out of debt, investing money. I had written my first book. You know, I was, I I just was in my tiny little size four body. I mean, it's like amazing to me that just in that short period of time, like everything in my life changed. And so now I've continued that path and here I am 18 years later and I literally have the life of my dreams. I pinch myself every day. Mm. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. You know, as you were talking about the uh, uh, your your uh, thoughts creating your reality, um, you know, as I uh, teach that as well, I find that people have a hard time embracing that. Um, in, in many respects, they, they kind of get that, yeah, I probably brought myself to where I am and things aren't that great. But the other side is just as true. You can create the life you want as well. And that's a little harder to swallow for some people. I'm not sure exactly why, but but I don't know if you found that as well. Yeah, I find that a lot. And the reason I find is that a lot of times people are like, oh, my God, if it was up to me, look what I've done to myself. Look what I've done to my finances. Look what I've done to my life. I mean, that was all on me. Oh, my gosh, because Mm -hmm. it's so much easier to blame everybody else. It's easier to blame our parents or blame the government or blame our luck. And when we actually say, well, my thoughts create my reality, 
we have to take responsibility. We have to be responsive and responsible for our feelings, our emotions, our vibration, all that. And there's not a lot of people that are willing to do that, but it's those that are that change their lives and create a totally different reality. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that. We're going to take a a quick break here. Um, We're here with Christy Whitman, and she is going to really tell us how to create abundance in our life as part of our reality as well, I hope. So stick with us. We'll be back right after these messages. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. How's your job going these days? Stop the frustration with your career. Give yourself the advantage in breaking through to the next level. What you will need to be successful are the insights and strategies that will work for you. Hi, this is Clarence Caldwell. You know me from True Life Academy, a powerful podcast that is reaching millions of people around the world. What you may not know is that I've spent many years as an executive for some of the largest companies in the United States. Whether you're trying to break the $200,000 income barrier or just wanting a fulfilling career, our leadership mentor programs are just what you need. Visit me at ClarenceCaldwell.com or call us at 8883 888- 090917. That's 8883 Your time is now. Let's break through to the next level of your career. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. To True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Welcome back, everyone. We're here with Christy Whitman, and we are listening to the insights to what it takes to really create the life that you really want to live. Now, creating your own reality is something that people struggle with. And Christy, as you were talking about um, how it's easy to blame others and, and the, the, whether it be the government or your parents or school or friends, or, it's always someone else's fault. Uh, but when we really get honest with ourselves, we find that we have more, much more control over our lives than, than we give ourselves credit for. Absolutely. I mean, we (laughs) we have to start with the basis of how everything works and how everything manifests anyways and how we actually create success. So um, I'd like to just start with the basic so we all learn the same understanding that, you know, everything in the universe is energy. And so everything doesn't matter if it's the desk, computer, human being, a rock, everything. And we know this from quantum physics and from scientific studies that everything now has energy. Some energy is more dense than others. But everything is made up of energy. And so there's the things that have manifest, you know, the things that I've manifested, like the things I mentioned, the chair, the desk, the computer, those are things that are manifested energy. But then there's unmanifested energy. So between me and the wall, there's all this space between me and the starry sky, all this space, all of that is still energy. So whether it's manifested or unmanifested, everything is energy. And we as human beings are energy emitters. We are like a little tower 
sending signals all the time out to the universe. And that those signals carry a vibration. It has a carrier wave that is communication that goes out and connects with and attracts back to us things that are like vibration or resonance. That's the law of attraction at its best. So like attracts like. What we resonate with, it comes back to us. So whether we are aware of this or not, we're doing it all day every day because it's a universal law. So it doesn't matter if we're a man or a woman or if we live in Canada or the United States. It doesn't matter if we were born into wealth or poverty. It doesn't matter who we are. It doesn't matter what religion. It's working for us all the time. And so the, the things that cause those waves of communication that go out and then bring things, situations, people, circumstances back to us are the beliefs that we hold, the thoughts that we think, the perceptions that we have, the emotions and the feelings that we emit, and the things that we say and the actions that we take. So if you're thinking about your own physical body right now, there's energy waves coming off of you, and it's based on what you're thinking. You might be going, oh, this woman is crazy. Well, that's like a lower level vibration because there's a judgment instead of, wow, this is interesting. I'm open to this. That's more of a high allowing vibration, which is of a higher resonance. So that's going to bring you back things of a higher vibration. So the more open, expanded, and positive and good feeling we are feeling within our own energy tower, um, the more good things that are going to come back to us. So it's not just about positive thinking. It's truly our whole being, being in a space of feeling good and vibrating out. Because when you can then pay attention to what you are giving off as an energy emitter, you have the responsibility and the ability to respond and know that, oh, I attracted this into my reality. What's my, what's my point of attraction on that? What energy am I giving? What thoughts am I thinking? What, what meaning am I giving to this situation? And then we can change because the good thing is if we blame this, the government, if we blame our parents, if we blame our spouse, if we blame our kids, we blame anything and everyone outside of us, all of our control is outside of us, which we don't have any control over. But if we look within ourselves and say, now that's interesting, how come I attracted that? We're able to then focus back on ourselves and then be able to be responsible, respond, have the ability to respond to ourselves and then change the vibration we're giving off. Yes, Yes. absolutely. The, The issue of vibration, the issue of energy, the issue of this frequency that, that we emit um, as you mentioned, like attracts like. So with the basic, the immutable law of attraction, I'll call it, because it's never going to change. It doesn't change. Whether it's good or whether it's bad, whether it's high energy, uh, uh, high frequency, high vibration, or low, it, the results are going to be the same. You're going to attract that back to you. And the, the key here, which I, I, I heard you say, is that we really have a choice on what that's going to be. Yes, and, and the fact that we have the choice—that is so powerful. I mean, we we are we're we're super super beings, if you will. The fact that we have that choice and can Absolutely. make that choice, and that's what new is new to a lot of people. They they just naturally respond or react to a situation, circumstance, and the fact is, is that that's just a conditioned response. We could actually choose the response that we want to have towards any given situation. We are the ones that choose our thoughts. Nobody chooses our thoughts for us. We're the ones that hold a perspective, and there's always a more positive, aligned, vibrational, abundant perspective. And I remember before the the break, you were talking about abundance, and 
you know, the, the key to abundance and one of the universal laws that is immutable, like you're talking about law of attraction, is the law of sufficiency and abundance. It's a universal law that this universe is created and birthed out of the space of abundance. I mean, you can look in nature and look at, I don't care if it's the Sahara Desert and see how many grains of sand there are, or going out to the ocean's edge and seeing how many gallons of water, how many waves crash up on the shore, or going to Colorado and look at a forest and all the leaves. Nature always shows us an abundance and abundance for us as human beings is in alignment with the greater part of us. So when we are in alignment with abundance, with that feeling good feeling, with that emotion, with that alignment, with that energy, we are in a space of abundance. And a shortcut to knowing when you're in lack or abundance is that abundance always feels good mm-hmm. and lack never feels good. It feels mm-hmm. really crummy. It's where struggle and pain fear, anxiety, all of that reside when we are in a perspective, when we are in a mindset of lack and limitation. Yes, great. You know, the the uh, feeling that we have, the emotions that we have, um, I, I sometimes call those the, the, the dashboard. If, you, if you're driving in a car and you, you're driving somewhere, you're going to pay attention to how, much, how fast you're going. You're going to pay attention to how much gas you have because that will allow you to get where you want to go. Your emotions are that same dashboard. If you pay attention to the feelings that you have, it's really telling you that you're living in a world of scarcity or lack or, or a world of abundance or the fear uh, or, or, or joy. Or I mean, it tells you everything. And then you can choose to continue down that path until you run out of gas or, or not get where you want to go or, or make a change. Absolutely. I I love the analogy that Abraham Hicks gives, which is similar to what you're saying, is that, you know, you could be driving down the road and your gas gauge goes to empty. And what most people do is they think, oh, we'll just think positive. And so they put a happy face sticker on their gas gauge. (laughs) Like, well, that's not going to get you anywhere because you're still going to run out of gas. You have to pull over and tend to what's happening. And that's why we need to tend to our own emotions. We need to pay attention to, you know, if we're feeling a lot of anxiety, there's, there's a reason you're feeling that anxiety because our beliefs are creating our thoughts and our thoughts are creating our emotions, which then attracts those things to us and it becomes the end result that we have in our life. So it just makes sense as human beings to know ourselves enough to pay attention to what our perspective and our beliefs and our thoughts are because we're the only ones that control it. If you want yes. something to change in your life, you have to be the one to do it. Absolutely. Ugh. Couldn't have said it better. In fact, I have never said it better. So thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) And I've said it in a lot of different ways. So uh, I'm going to capture that one as another way. If if you don't mind, I'll say it that way next time. Absolutely. Uh, You know, the the key word here, one of the key words, there's so many, but one of the real key words here that sets the platform for uh, how we move through our lives, how we think of things and see things is the belief, the belief system that we have. And, and uh, you know, the thing that a lot of folks have a, a struggle with is they, they think it's locked in, that whatever I believe, this is, what, this is the way it is and this is the way it always will be. But you can manage uh, your beliefs, can you not? Oh, absolutely. What, you know, what's, what happens actually is so many people um, believe that they don't even have, like, this is a belief. They think, no, that's the, this is the only way it is. Like, this is it. Right. And, you know, it's like that is literally how they are manifesting. We all manifest from our beliefs. 
And someone is so stuck and they don't have that consciousness or the awareness to know that this thought that you're thinking or this belief that you hold about, you know, women in business, for example, or a mother working or not more working or your ability to attract more money by working with energy. I mean, people have that. That's nuts. She's she's woo woo. Okay, great. But <laughs> apply it. You know, it's like I don't know how a fax machine works, but I still use it. So when I first started learning about this information, it's like, I don't know how this all works, but I'm going to try it and I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that it works because you know what? My other way was not working. And then when things started manifesting and I was attracting these things in my life and it was almost like by magic things were happening, then I started to shift my beliefs that, wow, it really is about just intending what you want and working with energy. Now it's like my beliefs are really solidified in you can attract what you want. If you have, there's so many people that have said this in so many different ways that are on the planet, but if you have that desire that is born within you, there's a birthing of a desire. You have the ability to create it because that desire has already been birthed. It's, mm -hmm. it's already in the process of manifesting and so we have to just believe that we can because anytime we as human beings have a birthing of a desire, what happens is that humanness of us comes in and the doubts and the, well, that can't be done or oh, who am I to do this or wow, is that even, I, I don't know if that's possible for me because there's the, the gap between our desires and the reality of it. Yes. And it's, it's usually the, the reality of it you know, it, we, we as human beings, if we already were in a vibrational match to it, we would have already created it. So it's then us that has to get up to vibrational speed with what we want. And a lot of times that does take for us to shift our perspective or another way of saying it is shift our belief. Yes. <laughs> wow. Love it. Uh, the, you know, every, every other week I hold a, a law of attraction workshop and Lately, I've done a little spinoff in it, and we're we're reviewing this uh, Think and Grow Rich uh, book uh, uh, that um, that talks about a burning desire, and it talks about starting there with that desire, and it, it really kind of flows back into the law of attraction in terms of the vibration uh, that you create, and, and there's this tension, if you will, of what you think is real today and and what your burning desire is. And that tension will create that attraction. If you hold on to that long enough, hard enough, and often enough, uh, it will become your belief. And once it becomes your belief, you start to create it around you. You start to create that reality. Absolutely. Uh, so anyway, I'm, I, I'm, I'm here to hear more from you. We're going to talk about abundance. I know we're going to try to get to it in this segment. But the next segment, I really want to, to um, hear from you, Christy, on, on how we begin to make those shifts. So let's say we all buy into what we're saying here, that energy is, is the way, and we, we understand that it does create uh, the, the frequency around us and, and attracts things. Can you, in this next segment, give us some ideas on how to exercise that, how to implement that, how to, how to go about that without um, giving too much away? Absolutely. I've done a whole course on this, so I will give the best of what I got in the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. I will everybody get your pens at the ready, because when we come back, Christy will tell us how to do it. We'll be right back.
Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. So, Christy, before we go any further, and I meant to do this in the last segment, uh, will you just quickly tell us how uh, we can reach out to you, find you, get more information about what you do, and, and, and maybe even work with you? Absolutely. You can go to ChristyWhitman.com, and every week I do a Internet show, and I give lots of tidbits and information um, on, with my Quantum Success show. So you can actually become a subscriber and get that show delivered to your email um, every single week. And um, I'm also offering seven free videos on the universal laws so that you can learn about each of these seven essential laws to be able to implement them and start changing the life that you, uh, that you have and, and track more of what you want, less of what you don't. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, that's ChristyWhitman.com, everyone. So please uh, uh, check her out there. Check out those seven free videos, and and I I think that will really begin to launch you on a on a path that you probably had not imagined before. I love this work, and I love the work that you're doing. So thank you. Uh, with with without giving away everything in those those seven videos, obviously we don't have enough time to go there. Are there a few things we can do? How do we do this? How do we go about that? What maybe maybe some of the first steps we should take. Yeah, so the first thing I would say, because everything is energy, is that we need to start intending, putting ourselves in a place of receiving the abundance of, that already exists in the universe. So there are, without getting too far into advanced stuff, but there are already frequencies and vibrations that exist in the universe. And when we can attune to the vibration and frequency of abundance and allow ourselves to sit in that space, we then start to feel it in our physical bodies. So, you know, people talk about doing meditation. Um, that's so, so kind of what I'm talking about is like sitting in a place of for even if it's five minutes and allowing yourself to just with your intention, attune with the feeling of abundance, whether you call it abundance, joy, appreciation, gratitude, empowerment, all of these high vibrations are going to get you in alignment and attuned to that feeling of abundance, which is always just a stream of well-being and good feeling. So that's, that's one of the first things I would say. 
The other thing is we have to know what is the difference between abundance and lack because most people don't even know when they're thinking in lack and when they're thinking um, in abundance. So, for example, I'm just going to give a couple of different scenarios. A lot of times people will walk into a situation and they'll look for and scour everything that's wrong instead of looking for what is right. Now, someone that has a lack perspective, they're you know looking for everything and they notice the things that are right, but then their eyes go exactly to the things that are wrong and need to be fixed. Mm-hmm. That's a person coming from a, a mindset of lack and limitation instead of looking in, walking in the room and not even noticing, maybe noticing, but not even letting yourself go there, the things that are not right or you know what you prefer, but focusing on what's right and good. So wrong and bad versus right and good. Another another one that's really big is competition. A lot of times people that are in lack and they've been rooted in lack, and I'm not talking about sports competition between two, you know, two football uh, teams playing a game and you know, that's that's healthy fine competition. I'm talking about being in competition with um, businesses. If you have your own business and thinking and looking at other people as your competition and that they're going to take their a share from you and that they have the ability to um, affect the business that you can bring in, that actually is coming from a lack perspective. Mm-hmm. And if instead you can be in a place of cooperation and inspiration, you know, getting inspired by what maybe someone that's in your same field is doing. You know, I know as, as a coach, Clarence, this is a perfect, you know, opportunity like we're doing right now. Instead of you looking at me as, well, we're both coaches, you know, I'm not your competition. We're cooperating. We're getting inspired by each other. We're collaborating in this way. And that truly is coming from the space of abundance versus lack and limitation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Those are that. Those are three very powerful uh, things to really focus on. I, I and I, if if you don't mind, I want to take. I want to just dive into a couple of them because that last one you mentioned, so very important. We often compare ourselves to others. Well, they have this. I don't have that. And I, and and that really is the is the place of 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 um, lack and limitation and scarcity that you mentioned. And I don't know what drives it, whether it's fear of, of I don't know what it, whatever it is. It's a low vibration, and it's not going to get you where you want to go. Uh, and it, quite frankly, I had that in my life throughout a good portion of my life as well. Um, and I think we're we're kind of taught that through our life, not only in sports, but just in life. You always want to be better than the next guy. And if somebody's doing what you're doing, you want to be better than them. And and uh, it's unfortunate, but there is a, a, a way to cooperate and where everybody wins is there's more than enough for all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, that's that's another point that people in lack think that there's only this certain amount. There's like this pie in the sky and you better fight for what's yours. And some people feel like, well, I don't want to take too much of my own. So they don't do their best. They don't um, really live to their fullest potential because they don't want to take what doesn't belong to them because they believe that there's this pie. And if I'm taking something else, then it's going to limit somebody else. Or the opposite is true is I'm going to take it all. I don't care about other people. This is mine. I'm going to take my share. And the truth is, truth is, is that it's success is an unlimited source. I mean, we all have our own pie. And we can make our pie as big or as small as we want. Yes, yes. Um, the first thing you talked about was putting yourself in a position of receiving. And um, I know you talk a lot about uh, receiving and allowing yourself to receive as well as, as giving. 
uh, in a lot of the work that you do. And and uh, but when you talked about meditation, I have people come to me quite often and say, you know, I, I'd like to meditate. I just don't know how. I can't clear my mind or whatever it is. They've got this concept about what meditation should be. But I like the way you put it. You talked about um, putting yourself in a position of receiving with an intention, the intention to attune with abundance. And, and the, I mean, that was just beautiful. Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different ways of meditating. So a lot of times people have this preconceived notion of we're, you know, going to be in this uh, robe and put ourselves in a yogi position, <laughs> you know, and do these ohms and all that kind of stuff. And, and I think that's so funny because, you know, there's thousands of ways that you could actually just watch a candle flicker. And just by keeping your mind and your focus on the flickering of the candle, that's quieting your mind. And it's allowing when you're, you're quieting your mind, you're allowing yourself to be in alignment with a greater part of who you are. And that's really what's really important. Yes, yes. Um, you know, there was a, there, I have a, a, a model that kind of, a mirror is a lot of what you're talking about, and 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 I'll just share it with you because I, I want to give this to you in case you ever want to want to uh, uh, use it or or tell me that it needs to be tweaked. I'd love to hear your your take on it. It's called the Teach Model, T E A C H, and I use it usually with uh, some of the younger kids because they they like these acronyms. Uh, T is for your thoughts. So having all these thoughts in your mind and uh, that, you know, if you hold thoughts long enough or often enough, they become your beliefs. And that really does set the stage. But the next one is those thoughts really begin to create an emotion in you, a feeling. And and those emotions really turn into actions and, and behavior. You act on your emotions quite often. Um, but the fact is you have a choice. That's what the C is. And And of course, if you choose the right uh, thoughts and emotions, then you can create the happiness, which is the H. But I, I just want to get your your thought on that trail and whether or not that is in alignment with with the way you go about it as well. I love that. That's absolutely right on track, in my opinion, because it is. It's our thoughts and our emotions that do lead to the actions that we have, and of course, everything is our choice. We we just think that we're not, you know, or that we don't have those choices. We, we find ourselves resourceless in a lot of situations and we just go to the reaction and the thought process that we're used to. But the good news is, is that there are so many different options and choices on how to think and believe and we get to choose what we want to believe. And when I was learning this years ago, I thought, oh, you know what? Okay, so if I believe, say it's not, say there's no way of proving this ever, that the universe is abundant, right? No one can ever even prove that, right? But if I think in abundance thoughts and I feel the sense of abundance, I'm going to attract abundance in my life. Well, that's what I'm going to choose because why would I want to be in lack? Right. You know? Right, right. That's, that's a really good point. People will say, prove it to me. Well, why? If, if, if you have a choice... Why would you need that proof? Just do it. Oh, be open to it and embrace it. As you said, being open to it creates a higher level of vibration in itself. Absolutely. That's a space of allowing. You know, I always like to say if I was going to if, if I was going to stand in front of you and I was going to say, you know what, Clarence, I have a gift for you. Would you come with a closed hand or would you come with an open hand? 
You know, mm-hmm. if I'm going to give you something, you're going to come with an open hand so that you are able to receive. And the same thing is with our whole entire being is that being in that space of I'm, I'm open. I'm, I'm, I'm just in an allowing space. I'm, I'm wanting to receive. It's like a feeling of coming into yourself versus like, you know, being, um, resistant and constrictive. And, you know, that's really when we're more in allowing space, that's when we're in abundance. Okay, great, great. Uh, you have uh, in, in your book the art of having it all. Let, t- tell me a little bit about that book. Um, so, because I'd love for our, our listeners to go out and get it first of all, uh, but but give us a teaser in there to to uh, to give us a little bit of something that we can go and, and look for. Sure. I, well, I want to just set this up too because I was at a media conference where I was, you know, pitching to different people in the media, and I walked up to a woman that was um, a freelance writer for New York Magazine, and I said to her, um, "I got the perfect pitch for you. What do all New York women want?" And she said, "What?" And I said, "They want it all." And she <laughs> she immediately said to me, "Women can't have it all." And me, being in my own little abundance world, I was like, "What?" It, I was like a dog that tilts their head, like, huh? you know. Um, I'm like, what, excuse me? And she said, yeah, there are books right now that you need to read and that, you know, women can't have it all. We're spreading ourselves too thin. We're overwhelmed and we have to choose. We either pick family or pick career. Do you know anybody that has it all? And I said, well, I know a lot of people that have it all, including myself. And she kind of looked at me and I said, I've got an amazing marriage. I've got two great healthy kids. I've got a multi-million dollar business, got health in my body. And as I'm saying this, she just totally cut me off and she she passed me back my information. She goes, well, I won't be needing this because I don't believe that women can have it all. And I looked right in the, <laughs> I looked right in the eyes and I said, and there in lies the problem. Right. And so for me, as all my books have been birthed through me, that brought up a visceral, like, Oh my God, this is just, I can't believe this, you know? <laughs> and went into just downloading for the next two weeks, the contents in my book, because first and foremost, who is anybody to tell anybody they can't do something? I, you know, nobody has the authority of our lives. We are the authority of our lives. I mean, what authority means is an author. We are the authors of our own lives. So we get to decide what we can and cannot do. And it's not really can't. It's more of what, what do I choose? What do I want? And we have to decide for ourselves what is having it all. Because some people don't want to raise a family and some people don't want a career. Some people want to do both. But we get to, as men and women, we get to decide, I'm the author. I get to write my own book. I get to decide what that looks like. And nobody has the authority to tell us that what we can or cannot do. Excellent. I love it. I love it. I can imagine the response that just in, <laughs> internally when you heard that. It probably just like almost blew a fuse. Like, what? That doesn't yeah. make sense. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Uh, okay, so we're going to take another quick break, our last break, and then we're going to come back with Christy uh, Whitman, and we are going to learn more about how to have it all. We'll be right back. True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Welcome to Toginet, cutting-edge radio. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? 
right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Christy, what you are talking to us about uh, this morning is just, um, I mean, it, it hits right at the heart of what it is that we, all of us need to know and to have and to be able to to call upon to create the reality in which we desire so much. And the frustration that people have in their lives about not living the life that they want to live, they hold the key. But opening that, you know, opening the door is just difficult for a lot of folks. And And when you coach and you teach this, what are some of the things that you find that that are blocks for people? And you know, you talked about the woman uh, that that uh, that you had spoken with about not having it all. People have these these blocks. How do you get them past that? Well, you know, the funny thing is is that we need to, as people, we're used to focusing on what we don't want. We we always say that. Well, I don't want to gain any weight. Well, I don't want to lose my keys. I don't. You know, I don't want to get in caught in traffic. You know, we're always, I don't want my kids to do this, right? We're always focused on what we don't want. And that communication, not only the words that we use, we're focused on the the, the outcome that we don't want to have instead of the outcome that we do want to have. And so we're, we're, we're just trained. I mean, I, I know as a child, I was trained, well, don't do this and don't do that. And the words don't, not, and no actually get us focused on what we don't want. And it causes us to create more of the same because what happens is when someone has a thought, you know, that thought then creates other thoughts like it. And then we start to see evidence of the situation or circumstance that, you know, gives, gives evidence of it. So then we go, see, that's true, you know, and then that becomes more of a solidified belief. I, I remember years ago, I mean, my, my oldest son is now six. So I have a five-year-old and a six-year-old, Alex and Maxim. And I remember like when I was pregnant, people started telling me, oh, once you're, oh, you're, you're going to become a mom, you're going to be sick all the time because your kids are going to be picking up germs and yada, yada, yada. I let that little seed come into me and become, it became like part of my reality. Because it wasn't just one person that said, oh, you're going to get sick all the time. It became a lot of women and a lot of people that already had children. And so instead of letting my own experience be my own experience, that literally became what my experience was. So those thoughts, those little seed seedlings from other people that became thoughts and I started thinking about them, right? Even if it was no way, that's not going to happen to me. It became resistance. It was still what my focus was on what I didn't want. And lo and behold, as I started having my children, I was getting cold all the time. 
And I remember saying one day, it's like, oh, it's because, you know, I've got kids. And I went, no, wait a minute. That's blaming a situation outside of myself that I don't have control over. You know, it's like, what do I have control over? What do I, what do I want? Well, I want to be healthy. I want to be around, be able to be around sick people and have my immune system be so strong as an ox that it's like, poof, germs go away. And that's what I have control over. So for me, it became instead of focusing on being like a germaphobe and freaking out whenever there was a snotty kid around my kid, which happened all the time, it was more of like, wait a minute, I can really boost up my own immune system. So I started going and doing acupuncture and taking certain type of herbs and making sure I was eating better and making sure I was in alignment with the thought process of well-being. And I went over well over a year without having one single cold. Now I'm I was telling I was getting sick every single month because I had this belief. Just by shifting that belief, I my total reality changed. And what's unfortunate is that some people like the woman that I had pitched my my idea to, some people are open to looking at different things. Some people are open because maybe their life isn't working the way they are or they that it, it their life isn't working the way they want it and so they're so desperate to change it that like I was that they're willing to change something and and look at something differently and a lot of times people just they they're tired of focusing on what they don't want and they want to start focusing on what they do want and that's what happens is once you start asking yourselves what do I want and then you start folk, practicing thought of what you do want. Then you start seeing evidence of that. And then that shifts. And then that becomes your new belief. Got it. Got it. Great. Well, you know, there, there, I was speaking to someone. I was speaking to a group last week. And I was talking about uh, the three things. It's almost a cruel irony of being human. Because we all want change. But we really don't do anything to make things change until we get to either uh, one of these three areas. We either hit rock bottom, then uh, the pain is so wide, so, so great, I call it emotional intensity that creates that, that first step of transformation, or um, something happens that we didn't expect. You walk into the and your boss says, hey, your job is gone, you no longer work here, uh, or we just get sick and tired. And, and we have to reach that point to begin. Um, we have to reach that point when we begin to make the change, the transformation, then um, it's really an issue. And I'd like to get people there before they hit rock bottom. And so one of the things I really want to start focusing on, and maybe you have some insights to this, how do we get people to take action before it's too late? Well, that, my recommendation is it's so funny because most people don't know what they want. They're so focused on what they don't want. They don't know what they want. And so when we can get people to start focusing on what they do want, whether it's like your life is awesome and you want to have your life be that much better, just focusing on what you want, why you want it, and what how you want to feel in having it, That'll get you starting to move in the right direction because, you know, when we start focusing on what we do want and why we, you know, why we want it, you know, like, oh, well, I want to go on this great vacation 
You know, um, I want to go on a trip to Hawaii, for example. Okay, well, why do you want that? Because I want to be in paradise. I want to feel the sun on my face. I want to feel that sense of freedom. You know, I want to feel this. I want to feel that. Well, then it's like, well, why do you want all that? What's the bottom line essence? That's what I write about in The Art of Having It All is that when you can pick a essence like freedom or success or abundance or joy and that you make that your goal, you make that part of your dominant vibration, what happens is that you start to attract everything to you that's evidence of that. So I did this years ago when I first started working with law of attraction is like, for me, freedom is such an important thing. And so I would feel myself feeling free and I would feel myself, you know, um, just almost like a bird flying. And I did not have evidence of freedom in my life. So you could feel feelings without, you know, um, actually having evidence of it in your outer reality. You could start to feel joy even if circumstances are bad. And that's what I recommend is start feeling the feelings first and, you know, start feeling the sense of abundance, start attuning yourself with that, start feeling that sense of joy, start feeling that sense of freedom. Because then if that becomes your dominant vibration, everything, and I'm talking all aspects of your life, money, your career, your love relationships, all of it will be about that freedom. So, um, you know, now freedom is such a high set point for me. And it truly, my whole life reflects it. I have freedom in the money that I make. And I have freedom in my relationship. My husband is so allowing and I feel so free in the relationship that we have. Um, I'm free in my career. I'm my own boss. I get to make my own hours when I want, how I want. So my my first point was, though, is you need to get clear. You need to figure out what do you want, why do you want it, and then how are you going to feel? And then make that your dominant vibration. Make that your your goal. And yeah, focus yeah. focus more on your internal world than on your external. Great. Well, you know, there is a, uh, there's a, I know there's a lot of interest in, in being able to do that and do it uh, easily or more easily. And I know you offer uh, several programs and, and services around that. Can you uh, speak to anything that you have coming up um, in the near future? Absolutely. I have a, um, a program called the Quantum Success Learning Academy where I have six different programs and six different um you know, focuses for those programs. So for the first course is uh, the Abundance Principle Coaching Program, which gets people into that alignment with their abundance. It helps, it takes you through like what are the lack thoughts and what are versus abundance and so that you can actually change them so that you're aligning more with abundance. I have another course called the Deliberately Design Your Awesome Future where you are connecting with your future self that exists out there right now because there are thousands of possible future selves that exist, some that are horrible, some that are okay, some that are mediocre, and then some that are just like so audacious and awesome. And you obviously want to connect with that awesome future self so that you can start you know, moving towards that and creating what you want. And I have other courses called Creating Your Ideal Body and Creating Money and Attracting Your Ideal Partner and then Magnetizing and Manifesting. Excellent. Fantastic. Ah, so much to offer. Um, <laughs> where do we even begin? We have to go to ChristyWhitman.com, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go there first. Go there and, first, uh, join the family, and then give you lots of fun resources and, and lots of valuable information to help you on your path. Absolutely. 
And uh, I will be sending out some information about your work as well. I think you have a webinar coming up here next month uh, where people can join in as well. And I'll be sending some information out to our listeners and to our list as well. Perfect. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so it, it, we've got a few uh, moments left. And so if there were, I mean, there's so much to this. But if there were, let's say, and I know you've given us so many things already, and I hate to squeeze, keep squeezing you for more good stuff. You've got so much to give. Uh, what would be the one or two things you would tell our, our listeners uh, right away that they should just begin either thinking about or doing? Well, number one is that I don't care who you are, you have the power to align with abundance. That is the truth of our universe. It feels so good. And when you start to make that your dominant vibration, it's it's like a skill. It's like getting into a car and driving for the first time. You know, sometimes it feels awkward and bumpy and, you know, oh my God, am I doing it right? And, you know, fearful and all that. But as you start developing the skill of driving, now you can get from point A to point B with talking on your cell phone or eating a Big Mac or, you know, doing other crazy things that people do, like putting mascara on in a car. But it's like it's a skill that we learn. And so is abundance. And when you can retrain yourself to align back with abundance and, and the true nature of our reality, you will then see evidence of it in your life. And it's not just me. It's not just Clarence. It's not just a few select people. Everybody has this ability. Everybody has that power. Everybody has that soul quality, that 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 alignment with the greater God, God is all that is, infinite intelligence. We all have that ability. And so th- thank God we have a time on the planet now where there's teachers out there that are willing and wanting to align you back to that place because life is doesn't have to be struggle. Life can be actually fun and joyful and you can have what you want. Um, one might say you can actually have it all. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> very, very nice. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Christy, I, again, thank you so very much for taking the time and, and joining us and, and talking to us and enlightening us. I really, really appreciate you, and I honor the work that you're doing. Thank you so much, Clarence. I really appreciate you having me on tonight, today. Absolutely. All right, everyone. As always, I'm going to remind you, please live in thanks. Give when you can. Love first and then choose. Have a great week. We'll talk to you again next week. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.